Alright, so, um, hey there. Welcome to the first episode of my podcast. Um, haven't decided on a name yet. We'll get there when we get there. Um, I am Liam K, Liam Koji, Liam Shimizu, whatever you want to call me. Um, and we're here with my friend and host of Block Talk, Michael Block. Um, welcome. Thank you for having me. And, um, that sounds very dangerous to say, call me whatever you want. Because um, people will call you things that I'm sure you don't want to be called. People can call me whatever. I don't give a fuck. Uh, <laughs> so just so bottom's fine? Bottom's fine. Sub is fine. Awesome. Good to know. Um, but uh, yeah, no. So thank you for being here. You're sort of, of course. providing some important uh, moral and technical support here. Um, full disclosure. here for. Full disclosure, this is our second attempt, because I messed up. Um, and this Believe me, if, if people knew how many times I've had mess-ups on my podcast and had to re-record or, uh, and shit, it, it's a thing. It happens. Technology sucks. It does. Um, and so, but um, yeah, no, this is my first podcast ever, because I may or may not have bailed on you for an episode of Jaggers uh, UK. <laughs> That's all right. We're going to do Canada at some point. Yes. Um, yeah. I've been in a few That's episodes. A I'm excited. Um, yeah, it's going to be fun. Okay. No. What do you think of the season of Canada? I am enjoying it. I think there are some interesting characters. I think the challenges are severely lacking. Like, this is what, like, you do in, like, middle school. These are basic baby challenges. Um, as of recording time, we're going to be getting another design challenge tonight. And I'm like... Where's the substance? That being said, I like this cast a lot. They said we want drama and they are giving you drama. Okay, here's the thing. I can appreciate the drama. I'm not super connecting with anybody. And I think that they're suffering the same fate as like UK3 where it was like, how are you going to come from really two iconic casts and like establish yourself and make it, you know, create those like iconic characters while still making it like different enough that it's not just a rehashing of the season before yeah it's really interesting because um as i discussed on the my podcast this week when we did the recap um my guest pointed out that there are some weird plot lines being created by the editors uh possibly to carry favor with um potential castmates who may be going further along because uh, obviously we had the accusation of bullying, but what we actually saw on screen was not necessarily bullying. Um, so are we supposed to not see Fierce Alicious be negative and mean? Is Giselle overreacting and using a word she shouldn't be? I don't know. I think the editors are really trying to play with our mind, but I do feel like the two of them are going to be long haulers. I mean, the editors are uh, getting quite a bit, quite quite brazen. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah um because all-stars jesus well i mean i know there are different editors different producers all the franchises but everyone's following the same mold and everyone's having the same kind of feedback from the audience that being said drag race is drag race it's a celebration of queer art queer culture yeah we're all gays we like to criticize that's what we do exactly um but speaking of all-stars how did you feel about how do you feel about All-Star 7, just, like, generally? I feel thrilled for Jinx Monsoon. I have always been a giant Jinx Monsoon fan. Um, she's very much the type of drag that I love and that I go seek out. 
Um, I knew going in that there was no way in hell she would not win simply because she just had, she was going to have the biggest glow up possible from her season. Um, what I don't love is how everyone's reacting postseason, namely the seven who didn't win because they're being quite results oriented in saying that the editors were not necessarily edit- showing everything that happened. Um, but at the end of the day, they knew it was going to be a celebratory season, and that's what was aired. Um, but yeah, I don't think that lip syncing episode needed to be an episode. No, I think, well, no, here's the thing. I think it was a fun episode. I think it was just sort of like, there was no way that we were going into that finale and Jinx was not going to come out as a winner, which like, I almost, she would, she would have been crowned after snatch game. I like, honestly, like she could have been, they could have just said, okay, you know what? Jinx wins. Let's do the rest of the episodes, Mm -hmm. but, um, let's have some fun. But this is, this is Jinx season. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't think anything will ever top that snatch game, ever. I agree. It is probably the best snatch game that has ever been on the show. Well, no, because she has now. I would say like two out of the three best snatch games you've ever seen, and the third is her best friend. Absolutely, absolutely. Because Dela is um, Maggie Smith. Mm-hmm. Maggie Smith was great. Um, even her Paul Lind was very good. It's not, I mean, maybe me in the top 10, not necessarily like top five, but yeah. Seattle knows what they're doing sometimes. <laughs> not, 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 not always. Not always. Let's, let's not. How's Robbie Turner? Oh, also Gwyneth. Uh, Bosco's Gwyneth on Smash Game this season. Yeah, not great. Not great. Poor Bosco. Poor season 14 cast on that episode. That was bad. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't bad. It just wasn't good. No, it was bad. It was very bad. It was bad decisions. It was bad decisions, but, like, nobody, like, failed spectacularly. Had, like, people failed, That's fair. it would have been fair. more entertaining. But everyone was sort of, like, boring. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Yeah. Enough about that. Um. If you want to hear more about that, you should check out Block Talk. Um... But, uh, so we met in person for the first time a couple months ago. It was May for, uh, that's correct. Drag con out here in LA. Um, it was your first time in LA as an adult. What did you think? I don't want to create enemies on your first episode, but LA is not for me. I don't think. Um, it's a very lovely place. Um, it fits the people that it needs. I am just someone who I need my, um, I need my MTA 24 seven. I need my, my bars until 4am. I, I need my Uber to pick me up in five minutes. Okay. No. Here, okay. So one of those things is being resolved by the way. Um, yes. Yes. We host now something or other is happening and they're trying to keep the bars open until four now. Thank God. I hate it. I am like a, I'm a little bit of an extreme case. I'm a let's stay out until dawn kind of guy. Yeah. <laughs> You're not that. Uh, I, I listen, I can be, I just haven't done it in two plus years because of COVID pre COVID. I was there. There was a period of time for a couple months where uh, every Saturday, uh, Friday, Saturday, possibly Sundays, I would be out until bars closed with a um, former friend uh, because that's what we would do. We would hang out and do that. 
Um, and then COVID happened and um, I slept. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. And I mean, like, I, but I am like a little bit of an exception. So last weekend we went to a circuit party and I brought a friend of mine who's finally back in town. He's dead. He's still dead. It's been mm-hmm. four or five days now. And he's still tired. Meanwhile, I got up, went out on Monday night to go to, uh, to go to, um, Showgirls at Mickey's. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to pause this real quick because my air conditioner just went on. I forgot yeah. it was on. Sure. Um. It's easy to forget an air conditioner is on and it's still fucking hot in your room. To be fair, I don't know how it sounds on your end, but I don't hear it at all. It's loud. Um, we have a wall okay. unit, so it's sort of like terrible. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> living in an old uh, apartment in LA. Um, fun, fun. No, but yeah, so we did GPS on Saturday night. We were at the beach all day, smoking weed and drinking on Sunday, and then... He's still tired, and then I was out on Monday for Showgirls. Now, listen, here's what I'm going to say. You saw me at a very specific time where I was essentially working all day and then going out at night. If I wasn't up at, like, 8 o'clock in the morning getting ready for a 10 o'clock at DragCon, there could have been a chance that I could have lasted longer. You were up at 8. But by the time... To get ready. Oh, 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 bitch, are you kidding me? I am that kind of person where I need to plan. I need to get ready. I need. To, I can't have any problems before a day of full work. Girl, I was up at 6.30. Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> listen, you don't sleep, I do. Um, but no, I, I definitely, like, if, if I didn't have a full day of walking, um, maybe things would have been different. That also being said, for the listeners who would not know um i had a year of a back issue where i hadn't been walking for almost um nine months so this was DragCon was really my first time like on my feet for a long extended time so it was it was a lot of stamina building but um yeah if you if there was a reason for me to be up until four in the morning <laughs> i could probably do it the right boy could make me do it. Okay, well, next time you're in LA, we're going to keep you out until four, and we're going to test this theory. All right, let's do it. Um, I'm here for it. <laughs> or if I ever come to New York, which... Mm, yeah. I need to. I need to go to New, New York. York's, New York's a great place. Um, I mean, hopefully I'll be back very soon. I'm currently in North Carolina helping my mom uh, get ready for her next chapter of her life. Um, but yeah, yeah. New York's a very special place. It's meant for certain people. It doesn't work for everybody. And the more I'm away, the more I realize New York is my place. Yeah. So for me, I don't think I'm a New York person. If we're going to be honest. You, you, you like it. You like it a lot more laid back. You like the beach. I don't love the beach. We don't have that. I don't know why. You don't like the beach. I don't love the beach. Then why are you there all the time? I'm not there all the time. I, 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 I like... Sunday was the first time I'd been there since um, I went with the ex out to his boss's place on Broad Beach. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Um, and, like, honestly, like, the last few times I... Uh... No, but... So the last, like, four or five times I was at the beach were with uh, he who shall not be named, your favorite person. Everyone's favorite person at this point. 
And I've never met him. He's never met you, but he, like, full-on fucking attacked you. Yeah, that, that's that a whole different really conversation. If, listen, if, if, if someone like he is threatened by me, we got issues. Like, there should be <laughs> no threat here, but listen, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he thinks um, I am the man of your dreams. I couldn't tell you. Um, but yeah, no. So, okay, back on track to uh, Jack on. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so, um, but you did, did you enjoy LA at all, though? I did. No, I had a great time. It, it definitely is a place that I would come visit, and there's a lot to explore. I think I, uh, if I did have more time, I think I probably would have spaced it out a little more to be able to do more and, and relax. Um, but I, I enjoyed everything everywhere we went. Um, there is definitely a lot more that I would like to see. I mean, hell, I need to get down to Disneyland, so I need to be back soon. Um, but there's have you never definitely... been to Disneyland? Uh, no, I've been. I... Last time okay. I was in Disneyland was in 2001. Um, so California Adventure was... was brand new. Oh, um, no. Yeah, I went pre... Oh, no. I went pre-Bugs Land, Bugs Life Land. I, I was there when Superstar Limo was there. I rode Superstar Limo. No, 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 yeah. no, no. Yeah. Not so DCA I... version one. Yeah, I was there for that. It's been a very long time since I've been to um, to Disneyland. But no, I, I think there's a lot of special things in L.A. There's a lot of things that I wanted to explore, but I don't think it's for me to stay. And we'll get you some, uh, we'll get you to see some nightlife that's not Mickey's. Yeah, um, that'll be great. I don't, I don't, I don't go to Mickey's. I went to Mickey's more with you in one weekend than I had in like the previous It, it was, I was like, there are other gay bars, <laughs> right? It's not just this one. But yes, yes, yes. Mickey's is like the biggest, like, they, they're they sort of like the bigger Jack bar. Because, I mean, Showgirls yeah. is iconic. Like, Lady Gaga filmed, mm-hmm. I think it was like the lyric video for um, Applause. Mm-hmm. At, during Showgirls at Mickey's. Like, it's oh, like cool. a thing. Um, but yeah, so how did the... Uh, but back to Jack on, because we keep getting distracted. How... <laughs> How was, like, how did this experience of DragCon um, compare? Because you went to a couple in New York, right? This was my third DragCon as press. I had gone one year before I was, was like, I can do press, right? Uh, but this is my third time as press. The first two times were 2018, 2019. Um, the first time I did press in at DragCon New York, I had done it alone. I didn't have anyone with me. Um, I only had asked for one press pass. And that experience was very... Mo- it was stressful. It was very, very stressful because I was doing all the tech as well as interviewing and trying to handle all of that. Um, as I like to tell everybody, one of my lost interviews was at that DragCon where I interviewed Lipsinka, but I don't have the audio for it because it got destroyed. Um, and it will be the interview I'll never, ever be able to get again. Um, and for those who don't know, oh my God, Lipsinka is one of the best lip sync artists ever. Um, she, for those who are more drag race oriented, uh, go watch Nightgowns. She did a um, Nightgowns with Sasha Valor, um, uh, one of her last ones, and that's who Lip Sync is. She's a very classic artist. Okay, can people watch Nightgowns? Because wasn't that on Quibi? No, the, there are video clips from previous uh, editions. No, the, Nightgowns was a show. It was a, a monthly show okay. that um, Sasha produced. There are definitely clips on YouTube. 
But uh, Lipsinka is a classic drag artist. Um, she is probably the originator of the spoken word lip sync. Um, just Google uh, lip sync and you'll see those clips and how good she is. So I lost that one. When I went the second year, I was like, let me try bringing someone. I brought a friend, um, Leela, who was great. And she also did photography for me. So it was a um, double benefit for the two of us. She was able to get uh, photos and assist me with doing all the tech. um, And I was able to do the interviews. Both those times, I would say I was a very different person. I was a lot more reserved. I didn't think I had much going for me to go up to Queens and be like, come do the podcast. Um, at that time, I also wasn't really reviewing Drag Race the way I was. Yeah. So um, I didn't think I had the, the clout. Cut to 2022, where I was like, I'm that bitch. I cover all the international <laughs> seasons. Motherfuckers chat with me. Um, and honestly, I think you did help um, improve my uh, fear of talking to people because I, I don't know. It was it just I had more fun this time around. Um, I basically in one DragCon weekend got more interviews than I did the first two times I went to DragCon. I had 50 interviews. That's a lot. You did. That's that a lot was of work. A lot. It was um, and we fun, though. And we could have gotten more. We absolutely could have done more, but I there were certain people I didn't want to chat with, and there were also uh, just times where I was Wait, like, no, name them, name them, name them, name them. I can't name them. That's that's for the, I know the, one. The, the that's for the paywall. You 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 chat with me at the paywall, then we can talk about that shit. Um, <laughs> no, I, I I think there were also times where I was like, we all both need a break. We let's relax. Let's go to a panel. Let's go do other things. Um, yeah. And overall, I'm very satisfied how DragCon went. Um, and I'm disappointed that they're officially not coming back to New York. That was made official this week on the DragCon Instagram page when someone asked about New York and they said they have no plans for New York. So that's a disappointment for me who would like to save money. Um, but also kind of a win for me because it means you'll be back in LA. That's um, true. That's true. Uh, no. Um, but speaking of the panels, I'm still mad that we missed the Canada 2 panel. Listen, it was on my to-do list and I said, you know what? Forget it. I don't. We don't need to do it. Um, that being said, I will find out what happened at that panel because I'm having Adriana on the podcast, and if she's willing to chat, we are going to chat about it. Who the fuck knew that Kimura was going to go the fuck off on Adriana? I, I listen. I when uh, obviously I interviewed the Brat Pack. Um, we didn't really discuss yeah. it, but um, I did obviously make sure everybody we spoke about was allowed to be spoke about. They're basically like switzerland in this they don't they don't want to take sides they love everybody um but they know they know there's drama sweet it was that was so much fun yeah um i you know i met two of them with you i met cynthia and uh geo with you Mm -hmm. and they were super sweet kendall was off doing something that she has an nda for Uh, (laughs) Mm -hmm. should i include that i don't know anyway that's fine but um I mean, I can't imagine anybody having, like, drama with Adriana. She's so fucking sweet. Right. And that's that's what I'm excited to chat with her about. Um, just, 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 how? I, well, I'll, I'll probably be like, okay, how was the tour? What a blah, blah, blah. And then maybe she'll lead into it. But I don't get it. I really don't get it. Well, she started to touch on it during your interview at Jackon. Mm-hmm. Or was it after... Was it during the interview or was it? No, when we it, it was when we went back and chatted with her. Where I was like, "No, Mike's here. Let's just chat you and I all." Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, no, I think there's that's the thing about drag artists. There's it's a very competitive industry. You are in a pressure cooker on the show. And sometimes you get along with people, sometimes you don't. And then when money gets involved, that's when shit hits the fan. And apparently that's the situation. And a lot of unfortunate accusations were hurled out. Um, We as the audience will probably never know the full truth. It's between the two people that it involves. But it's really nasty. And this is why the fandom is as nasty as it is. Because they feed into it. Not the fandom. Honestly, like, you know, like, Speaking of, like, the, you know, you brought up, like, the pressure cooker and the fandom, like, um, the way that fans went after Britta. So, you're... And Britta's going through it again right now. Um, listen, is here, she? Uh, she, she is going through it because she went to do a um, Pride event in April at a New York Catholic school. And apparently, right-wing media just got a hold of it and is now dragging her to filth. Um, okay, so if no, you go to Breitbart, that's... that's where you can read that article. Oh my God, it's Whatever. terrible. Uh, but yeah, uh, I love it. I feel bad. I, you know, honestly, like one of my favorite moments of Dracon was meeting Britta. Mm-hmm. I have that. I have those pictures. That the you know how you can turn live pictures into video. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I have that like I have that like video where we just started laughing. Yeah. Like Britta, like the energy that she, like her energy is so positive and like absolutely the way that the fans came after her for like now i will always defend her, her for i was def- i will defend her because i know the inner workings of how the show works i know that what was aired was not fully her storyline it was because she was taking what was needed to feel fulfill the storyline between her and aiden but there was a third party associated, but they edited that person out of the show. So Britta had to take the brunt of that storyline. If we oh, had yeah. the full show, Sherry Pie would have been probably equally as disliked because she was attacking Aiden the same exact way. Well, no, like I saw, like I saw, like some rumors that um, Gigi was sort of supposed to be edited as a villain, and it feels like once they had to like edit. She who shall not be named. We're not gonna, because mm-hmm. somebody's trying to mount a comeback. She um, sure is. Ugh. No. Anyway, but um, like after that, like they sort of scrambled, and I feel like production sort of threw Britta under the bus. They had to throw somebody under the bus because they needed the plot line, and that's the thing the fandom forgets sometimes. This is a reality show, and they have to edit a story around it. If you had a full on. This is exactly what happened during production. We wouldn't enjoy reality TV. It wouldn't be interesting. That's why, like, the early seasons of The Real World are so dry. Because you actually saw real people doing real things. As the show developed, then things got juicy, and then they started to edit certain ways. Um, Oh, yeah. Exactly. That's reality TV. Which, I mean, honestly, like, people just need to get a grip. Like, there's no reason to attack anybody for anything on television. Never. Um... Okay, that being said, so, I'll talk shit on my podcast because that's what I do. Yeah, I mean, talk shit, but it's, like, not serious. And, like, it's, people take it way too far. Yeah. I mean, like, during, like, the Candy Muse, like, Tamisha Iman drama, like, the death threats, and then people started, like, harassing Candy's mom. Like, mm-hmm. It's too much. It's a television show about people who put on wigs and 10 pounds of makeup for a living. Like, yeah. it's not that deep. Never. Focus on, like, focus on whatever they're doing. Focus on, like... 
whatever talent they're that they're displaying like don't the weird personal drama like it's entertaining but like it's it's entertainment it's not it's not that serious it's not that green um okay so who was your favorite interview uh jack on it's hard to say what my favorite interview was um i liked a lot of them for various reasons for me getting to talk with the international queens was really special um but i think i would say like for me envy and vanessa were really really important because um they were very genuine and and drag race holland it was only viewed by a certain amount of people it wasn't as beloved as others but those two queens are epitome of perfection when it comes to drag they they were also so kind yeah all of the dutch queens because i think we talked to four of them no, uh, we talked to all of them, I think, including Janie and Sergene and uh, Envy and Vanessa. I forgot about Sergene because she yeah. didn't have a booth. She was just sort of like vibing, walking around with the dress with the yeah, QR code. Yeah, very strange. There were a couple people who didn't have booths, and I was like, what? Okay. Yeah, but I mean, like, I mean, like James Mansfield didn't have a booth either, but she was like walking around and like filming content. Right. Which honestly feels like a better deal because like those girls that were had the booze and were like meeting everyone looked like they were dead. Yeah. Listen, um, listen. If you're gonna do a booth in the future, just put a chair there. Yeah, I mean Morgan knew what to do. A lot of the queens knew what to do, and then absolutely poor, poor Lawrence Cheney up on her little podium and her booth. That was her fault. She knew better. She knew what to do. Um. Okay. Who was your least favorite? Um. My least favorite. Um. I'm going to say maybe it's because I thought I knew her and I thought she at least knew who I was. I'm going to say, unfortunately, Scarlet Envy. Um, I've known her for a very long time. I've seen her for a long time. She was the door goddess for one of my um, events, uh, event that I went to for my birthday. So it's fine. It's it's totally fine. It's my ego. Um, I had to edit a certain edit that interview a certain way to make sure it made sense. Um, but also, benefit of the doubt, it was a very long day, even though it was early day two. Um, it's fine. You meet a lot of people, you see a lot of people, you get, have to get reminded of the past. Um, but so, when I was trying to bring up Brooklyn and she's like, oh, that's in the past. It's like, okay, well, most people want to talk about themselves and not talk about Drag Race. It's giving you that outlet, but let's go back to Drag Race. And then I'm talking about your family stuff and she's pushing back on that. I was like, I don't know what to say. Yeah, I mean, in her defense, she's also quite a stoner, and I can tell you that as a semi-stoner, um, sometimes it takes you a minute to connect people that's with fair. names and, like, memories. Yeah, because um, I, I am a very big fan of her. I very much, very much defended her um, every episode for All Star 6 because I think she okay. got fucked. She did get fucked. She was fucking robbed. Uh, no, I'm still angry over that. It's been, what, like, over a year now? Like, no, uh-uh. Yeah. Why was she not in the top? Okay. Mm-mm. I'm mad. I'm angry. Yeah. I'm heated. So that, that would, unfortunately, would be my least favorite. Um, just because everyone else I had a better connection with. Even Sugar, who, again, I know I've met. Maybe we weren't the closest in New York, but we knew of each other, I thought. And that's fine. Um, I get rid of my ego and we move on. Um, the yeah. other interview that I will say I absolutely adored and I think she's an amazing person and I am so proud of everything she's doing is Nikki Doll. Um, she's a, a brilliant drag artist 
And what she's doing on Drag Race France is very important. For those who aren't watching, y'all missing out. Yeah, I mean, I watched the first episode. It's a bit difficult for me. So also, like, I don't, I just, like, haven't really had the time to watch France because I have to pay attention. Sure. Because I do, I do speak French uh, to a certain degree. But it still takes, like, a lot of concentration. I just don't have, like, that sort of bandwidth at the moment. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Are you saying she was one of your least favorites? No, no, favorites. She was one of my okay, favorites. Okay, one of her favorites. I want to include I, that. That was, she was one of my faves. I adore her. She was so sweet. She was, like... Yeah. There were, like, certain queens that were just, like, super fucking sweet during, like, when we, uh you know that were super sweet just like interacting with us and then some of them that you were friendly with like Britta and um Nikki mm-hmm. so 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 sweet yeah it's it's interesting because i want to go in there and make sure i'm on a professional level um because there are people that i know through new york from like Nikki and Britta honey um Jackie like i know these people like Jackie honey. and honey were on my podcast like pre drag race, so I've I've known them for a very long time. Um, so I always try Jackie? to go in. Oh yeah, oh yeah, Jackie and I were. That was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be a bit shady. That was not the energy that I got. Oh, I know. <laughs> oh, and I I I am fully aware. Um, that's a me thing, and I love Jackie to death. Um, but um, she she's she's a very successful person now. Um, oh yeah, I've queen known. Who shall remain unnamed? Yeah. yeah. Um. So like, there, there are. There's a connection that I have, and I try to make it professional and not mm. like, oh my god, let's be besties and like I know everything about you. If they want to bring that energy, we can do that. But for me, my goal is to be professional, be a press person, because I don't want to get in trouble and get my press pass revoked. I. So like, there are no. definitely questions I want to ask them. Let me make the connection. Let me get them um, to trust me. And then if we really enjoy the time, come on the podcast. And then we'll ask the questions that I'm not yeah. allowed to ask at DragCon. Because there was there, there's, you... like, there is a whole list of questions you are not allowed to ask. Like, would you go on the show again? Who do you want to see? All things like that that I would I would always ask. But I can't on this yeah. in that environment. I don't understand like asking like if you would go on the show again because like that's like a fairly innocuous question. Because they're all technically contractually obligated to go should they be asked. People talk about. I mean, there have been a few like YouTube channels that have gone through the contracts that they sign. Yeah, and that contract has evolved. I I remember um, knowing things from Honey's back for season eleven and being like. This is what they're signing up for. Jesus Christ. I know. Okay, wait, real quick. While, since you brought up Honey again, I mm-hmm. love Honey. I saw her um, the other night. She hosted, she was filling in for Morgan at Showgirls. Yeah. <gasps> she was great. Honey is, Honey is a very cool person. Um, it's a very difficult situation because I have a good friend who um, is no longer cool with Honey, and that's a whole different topic um but honey as a drag artist in the drag race world um i think another one who got royally screwed when they finally decide let's bring honey back you're gonna see a very 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 successful drag artist well because like here's the thing about honey now as well like she's sort of like making a name for herself in la yeah i hate to say it 
because it's a little bit shady and I like her and I think she's talented, but she's almost a local queen at this point because she was on a season A with so many cast members and B, like she went so soon. And didn't have she like, did. any like major storylines or anything. So it's like it was before All she's they really doing, remembered like, for is um the six person lip sync, unfortunately. Um, oh good god. I still wonder because her and Electra fans, both of the two people who jumped off that stage and both got eliminated when they jumped off the stage. I know that was part of the rules you were not supposed to. Um, but regardless, uh, she's very talented. I know that bring, putting her on Binge Queens last season was very important. I think the fandom did enjoy watching her through that. So I think they've reconnected with her. So should a call get her way, maybe she'll she'll do it again. I don't know. I would love to see that, like, honestly, and, like, I'm happy to see her sort of, she was, she's been sort of hustling, she's been showing up everywhere, and, like, yeah. you know, And make, she, she is, she's definitely a hustler, she is very, very uh, well-rounded, she's a pageant queen, she has won multiple pageants, like, she's got a lot of crowns, got a lot, a lot of bling from her experience, and that's not what she does anymore, and that's evolution, uh, she's yeah. very focused on her music. She's very focused on her art as an actor as well. Um, she's very focused on we- on weed. Who isn't though? Come on. My favorite, one of my favorite things I've heard at the Showgirls period is um, I'm pretty sure my blood type at this point is um, THC. Yeah, um, especially in LA, y'all can have it all the time and it's great. As I said, um, when I stepped foot in LA, I said it smells like weed. <laughs> Do I smell like weed? No, no. And to be fair, to be fair, I had a little extended stay away from New York City, and now it's legal in New York City. When I came back for Pride, I said, New York smells like weed. Um, yeah. When everyone's allowed to do it, it is definitely out there. I was told by a guy that I hooked up with who was visiting from the UK that I smelled like weed. Oh, well, screw him. He <laughs> no, probably smelled sweet. like fish and chips. <laughs> Okay, so wait. or battered okay. sausage, either one. I feel like I would prefer the latter if we're gonna be honest. Oh, with oh of course, who wouldn't? Yeah, no, but uh, okay. So no, what did? You... So we also did. What did we do? Three like events like outside of Dragon. We did iconic, yes. the Club Kids, um, and night, Showgirls, and then we did Showgirls. Yeah. Okay. Real quick, what did you think of Showgirls? Because Showgirls is kind of like our iconic show. Well, I think it was a fun show. I It's definitely a quote-unquote production show in the style of Queen going to do their own thing, and that's all you're going to get. Um, it just happened to be very hot and very busy in there, which did affect my um, love for the show. That being said, my one of my dear friends who was sitting uh, with their client um didn't tell me that they changed their number otherwise i probably would have gotten that seats uh so now i have their number but um it would have been different if i was sitting and enjoying it because what i did experience was excellent drag from the international queens who were there for drag race as well as the u.s queen so morgan gave us a good show the international queen scarlet bobo eating fucking fire who doesn't that was the wildest thing i've ever seen yeah. And, like, we had seen a lot of the queens at Iconic, I believe. We did. We saw a couple crossovers from that show. Which, I think, Ocean, Ocean did a good job at Iconic. I'm 
kind of preferred what she did at Showgirls. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think it's different stages and different um, audiences are going to affect it. Like, OCN is definitely someone who feeds off of an energetic audience. Iconique was not going to give you that, especially because they did run a little long and it was tiring and people were on their feet. And it wasn't the greatest um, overall experience, um, but great show. Um, but I think being so close to the audience and feeding off of the audience getting tips, which is not something yeah. we necessarily do all the time in Canada, I think she did an excellent job. And even the well, British queens, being able to reach out and touch the crowd and get <laughs> money, uh, they, you could feel the energy being sucked in. Oh, also UK queens, Crystal Versace. I don't know quite what I was expecting from her, but I know that it was not uh, Queen's uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Rhapsody. No, that that was that was that was a little left field. Yeah. <laughs> Song selection, very 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 interesting. There were quite a few. There were a few interesting song choices. Like I wasn't expecting Ocean to do a, a Gaga mix. No. You freaked out. She was because you're like, oh my god, she's doing nine, she's doing Chromatica into nine one one. Yes. Listen, I'm not going to be one of the gays that gets to go see Lady Gaga in concert. I've yet to see Lady Gaga in concert. So y'all who get to go see Lady Gaga perform, and when she goes from fucking spoiler alert, Chromatica two into nine one one, enjoy it because I won't. Um, you've never seen Lady Gaga. I've never seen Lady Gaga in person. I saw her on her Joanne tour. I'm upset because I know this may be the last one. Um, I don't know if she's going to do a tour again because she already said that this was a challenge. I, here's the thing, like with somebody like Gaga, who's like a performer and seems to feed off of like the energy of a crowd. I don't think she's ever going to like not be performing in some way, shape or form, whether that's another tour or a Vegas residency, which I mean, another excuse to get you on the West coast. Listen, if um, she wants to do a Vegas residency, I will be there. I don't necessarily not want to see jazz because I like that music from her. But there are Gaga songs that I want to hear live. That's my bigger yeah. thing. Um, so, like, if she wants to do a best of residency after she films Joker 2, oh, I'm here for that. Let's do that. Um, not Joker 2. But I, I'm, I'm upset. I'm, I'm not seeing Lady Gaga. I really thought there was going to be a chance. Um, but it's not in the cards right now. I mean, a friend of mine just bought tickets to see her here, and I think he paid like $500, and I'm like, absolutely fucking not. Well, because again, no, I'm in North Carolina right now. I'm in North Carolina oh. right now, and she's not coming down this way. So I, there's just You're no in Raleigh, right? I'm in Raleigh. But I did get to see Work the World. That was a fun experience. That looked fun. Um, that was like yeah. a lot. That was a good cast. Too. It was a good cast. Um, I believe literally Deja Sky flew in that morning to cover for Cameron, Oh, did she's, you see Deja? Yeah, Deja was there. She was. She's the show swing. So she comes you in when um, other people can't perform. You saw her last night. Yes. Yeah, that was Wednesday, right? It's Thursday yep. today, right? Yeah. I she, um, she messaged me when I posted the video. Oh. She said yes. Um, she's like respond. She's like very interactive on social media. Like she's yeah. responded to me before. Um. I just know that I've talked so much shit about her that I would never feel comfortable putting her on the podcast. Um, but I saw her uh, at Showgirls on Monday. Oh, so nice. good. Yeah. She's so good. I love her. I wasn't I a actually, fan of her on the show. 
I actually got to go backstage afterwards to reconnect with Rosé, who I haven't seen in years now. Um, so it was good to see Rosé. And while we were standing there, um, Diabetti was walking by. And, of course, my mom was like, Diabetti! So she came over and said hello as well. Um, are we friends with Rosé? Yes, we are. Do Rosé, do we like, do, do, do we and Rosé like each other? Yeah. Um, okay. So just, just, just a little tidbit for those who don't know anything about me. Um, back in 2017, I was starting out as a producer in New York Nightlife. Um, I had the idea of doing a um, live singing musical theater night. Um, I called it Drag Array. Um, I had three queens to be a part of it. Um, Bijou, Cherry Poppins, and at that time, Rosé. And then uh, we did a little production meeting. We started getting ready for what numbers we were doing. And then Rosé messaged me and saying, hey, I have to back out. I'm doing something similar um, with my sisters, Jan and Laguna Blue. So I have to pull out. We're doing this new group called Stephanie's Child. So I like to remind people that I had Rosé first. And then <laughs> she went with a better option. I'm fully aware that was the best life choice for her. Um, but yes, I, I've known Rosé since Lady Liberty when we actually crowned her. I, so I've, I've known her a very long time. Um, also, like on that note, poor Laguna Blue. Why has she not been on Drag Race yet? I don't know. There's lots of theories, lots of rumors. I mean, why she wasn't even on Queen of the Universe, I couldn't even tell you. Because that I... would have been the better fit for her. But um, I don't know. I don't, I, I can't. I, I don't know. I think at this point she is um, resolved to say that it's not in the cards and she's just going to yeah. do her own thing. I mean, her song with Lemon was great, but I mean, I feel like production doesn't like, like, I feel like they don't like Jan, Rosé, Lemon, I, if Laguna, There must be some like, sort of production thing. I don't know what it is. Because, like, they did Rosé fucking dirty. They did Jan dirty. They showed Jan fully unhinged on All Star 6. That was upsetting to watch. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, but, uh, they did, like, they did Rosé dirty on that. Like, Rosé, I think, had more to show. And, and there, again, a lot of podcasters, a lot of YouTubers out there who like to discuss, did Queens throw certain lip syncs? Um, it's very possible that everyone knew what the results were supposed to be, and Rosé said, fuck it. And that's the lip sync she had against Candy. Um, because well, there's just no way in hell that Rosé was going to lose that lip sync. She did. Yeah. And then we was... had the whole injury thing. Um, I'm not going to say it wasn't true. I'm not going to say it, it was. But I know Rosé, and I know what she's capable of. And I'm... that was not it. That was not it. No. And I mean, but, like, all season, like, I feel like they didn't show her personality, and they kept no, running with this, like, storyline that she was too guarded and too, like, much of a perfectionist, which... She was, an, she was ambitious. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, yeah, it's unfortunate. But yes, I I, I do enjoy Rose. Um, it's 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 special for me when I get to see someone who I basically watched their journey evolve into Drag Race, which is what I'm excited about for a future season. Yeah. Two people okay. next season. Two people next season. Oh, yeah, that I've known from their the beginning the beginning of their drag careers. Are we supposed to know that? I don't care. I mean, it's out there. People know who's on the show. True. Um, I'm, I I'm happen to excited. know multiple people, so. I'm very excited for this cast. I'm excited. There are a couple of girls that I've seen out and about. Uh, it's going to be I'm fun. 
quite it's going to be very controversial um i can't wait to podcast about it and i already have a lot of people being like i need to get on this on your podcast (laughs) to recap i was like okay just know i'm probably gonna have very biased opinions maybe a little bit i mean you know you're good at keeping things objective because you are... I am. I, v- I very much am. And I think that's why people who do know me, who do then listen to the podcast, may not be thrilled with what I say. Um, yeah, because like... I, I mean, like, I've watched you be very professional in situations where I got a little bit heated at Dragon, not going to lie. Uh, but... And that's the thing. I can be professional because I want to make sure I'm making my guest comfortable. Come on the podcast and we get a little more in-depth. Um, but yeah, I have to, I have to keep it pro. You do. On that note, um, I think we, I think it's time to cut this short. All right. Um, all right. But thank you for being on here. I miss you. I miss you. It's nice like actually chatting with you. Yeah. Hopefully I'll be, um, flying in West eventually again. Though at this point, I, there's two more, there's two places I gotta go first. I gotta get to DragCon UK and I have to fucking figure out who is going to sponsor me so I can get to um, World Pride in uh, February because I got to get to Sydney. We'll talk about it. Um, also, like, we'll talk about getting you to, you know, I we're just going to put out into the universe that uh, put it out we there. want you to get to Jack on UK. Money. People, give me money. And if you go to, uh, and if you go to Jack on UK, um, I'll be forcing myself upon you. Okay. So just, just, just be aware. Sounds good. Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. Of course. Um, Thanks for having me. Of course. All right. Um, And thank you for listening to my first podcast. I know it's kind of a mess, but we're getting there. All right. Bye.